You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. It is Thursday, July the 16th. Had to make sure I got the date right. <laughs> we uh, we got a special guest hopping on the show with us here momentarily. But before we do that, obviously, we want to roll through and get as many people in as humanly possible. If you guys want to ask questions, you can obviously do that. The website, winningcureseverything.com. Uh, oh, did we do all that? Did, I, did we do I'm Gary? I, well, I don't know what you did. I haven't said anything yet. Okay, I'm That's Gary. Okay. I'm Chris, and let's roll. Let's go. You're fine. Let's roll with it. Let's roll with it. All right. Uh, WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. You can find all of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, and social media platforms over there. If you are watching us live right now, you are watching on either Periscope, Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook. Michael jumps in on Twitch. He said, what's up, fellas? OB Matt jumps in. He said, what's up? We're going a little earlier than usual today. We typically do that on Thursdays because I'm in the office. So, I... I, I can't run late on these days. I got to get the show in. We got to roll with it. So, uh, of course, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever your favorite podcast app is, make sure you're subscribed. Go knock it out. Uh, Matt said, all my patients have been wanting to come late, so I've missed the show. Well, that, that sucks, man. I understand that. <laughs> uh, apparently, they're not watching the show, so you need to uh, spread the word a little bit better over in uh, over in Texas where you are located. So, um so with that said, we'll we'll go ahead and get this thing rolling. If you guys want to ask any questions, we've got Chris Felica, the bear from ESPN, jumping in with us. And I'll go ahead and, and give his introduction. You can follow him on, on Twitter, at Chris Felica. He is part of ESPN Game Day. He is part of uh, the Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast. They talk college football gambling along with another uh, thing. Michael jumps in, said, got an email from the Broncos yesterday informing me they wouldn't be able to host all-season ticket holders Yep, we figured that was coming. Uh, they said they were working with local health officials on how many fans will be permitted. Yeah, we're we're getting there. We are getting to that point. Um, so we're today will be college football only. We're going to talk college football only today. Michael, 
Thank you for the information. We appreciate that. Let's go ahead and get Chris in here, and we'll uh, we'll start this thing rolling. So, we got our nice ringer sound. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Felika, how are you, buddy? I'm well. How are you? Oh, we are fantastic. We're ready to talk some college football, and hopefully you have positive news for us, as opposed <laughs> to all of the other stuff, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, exactly. All right, so, uh, so first off, how are the ponies treating you? Yeah, it's opening day at Saratoga today, so their 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 card is getting is getting underway. Uh, it's been a weird a weird schedule so far, uh, but it, it, it's 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 going. It, it's going. We'll see what the rest of the uh, uh, and you talk about you talk about wanting good news and bad news there. Delmar just had to uh, cancel the uh, the weekend cards because like a dozen jockeys uh, tested positive. So uh, yeah, could can have a whole lot of better news everywhere right now. Well, I was I was actually reading about that, and it it had to do with the locker room at uh, at the event before that. Like it, there wasn't enough social distancing or whatever it was, right? And and they yeah, say, this it, has to do exactly. with like viral load and everything. So it's a, yeah, the locker room was a mess. Yeah, and and, and they say they think by just. Uh, cutting out the uh, the weekend here, and basically it would mean uh, you'd basically go two weeks without racing. They, they they think that will be be enough. And uh, it actually uh, New York once they heard about this too, they decided to eliminate uh, anybody shipping in to ride. So uh, uh, New York is doing their part too and trying to minimize the number of different people that are in and out throughout the building. So you're talking about people doing their part. You're talking about uh, everybody kind of deciding what is best for certain events and whatnot. I, I want to start us off with this, and it is a very broad, general conversation piece, but with the mess that college football has been, it is a glaring problem that there is not one voice, one overseer. At, at what point do you think, or or will we ever, get a college football commissioner or a college football czar? Sure. Same with college basketball, I guess. It sure seems like a good idea, doesn't it? And <laughs> and I mean, you, you would think it would just make too much common sense. And uh, I got, I mean, I don't even want to say like the NCAA is supposed to be that because uh, they're really not because they have nothing to do with the college football playoff and they have nothing to do with the AP poll. It, it, it's just, it, it's sort of like this governing body in terms of like the rules and, and student athlete like eligibility and all that stuff. But uh, you would think that they, they would want to have one person kind of ha- essentially what they wind up doing with like the Big Ten and the Pac-12 saying we're only going to keep uh, conference games on our schedule is all. I, I think all that really was was an effort to try and have everybody answering to the same voice. Uh, whereas you've got uh, the, the Big Ten schools answering only to the Big Ten, or the Pac-12 schools answering to only the uh, the, the, the Pac-12, where you don't have maybe the the, the Big Ten. The, the Mid-American Conference or Conference USA having different guidelines, different testing, different restrictions, different whatever. Uh, it's now at least they know we're operating under the one umbrella with everybody operating under the same set of rules, which as opposed to what we have now where it's uh, 12 different conferences and a million different voices and, and, and no set, uh, nothing set in stone. Yeah, it's, it, it just feels like such a disaster because there's so much pessimism. And you hear different... Things coming from everywhere, right? The SEC obviously wants to play, but they're talking about doing uh, interconferences games, uh, conference games. So, you know, they want to get stuff done with the ACC. They want to get stuff done with the Big Twelve. Uh, some, I mean, the Pac-12 may not start until you know almost October. 
There's no idea what's going to happen with this. And with the TV stuff, it's going to be a just a disaster, I would imagine. From you, would it? Would you rather do uh, a fall season, or could a spring season actually work there? I mean, I, I think a, a spring season could work. I, I don't think it's obviously what uh, the, the the schools and the players and the and, and the coaches and everybody involved wants. Uh, I think they want to try and play football this fall. Because I, I think once you get into the spring, uh, you're worried about. And I saw somebody. I think it might have been Bruce Eldon's story. And I spoke to someone else who used the exact same quote. And they said, "What you're doing is you're making a 2020 problem, and you're carrying it over to 2021, and you're affecting another season on top of that." So I think there are a lot of people involved that really would like to try and not have to go to a spring uh, a spring season. I think in the same same realm, you're looking at. How many players will decide, you know what, I'm good, I'm going to the draft, I'm not playing? Now, again, I, I understand that you don't want to make a general policy decision uh, for the entire sport based on what 40 or 50 kids might do and where they might get drafted, but I, I think that's going to come into at least some thought process, some decision-making. Like, do we really want to have this season where we're having a whole bunch of stars sit out and the backups who we thought we're going to be playing in 2021 who haven't played at all, who haven't had a, a spring season to, to rip and get set. Now they're going to be thrown right into games. Like how, how, I mean, yeah, how legitimate a season is that? Again, we're, we're saying that about all these sports right now, how legitimate a season, how legitimate a title uh, is it. But I, I think the preference is to try and play this year in, in some, some way, shape or form and get, and get this thing done uh, as, as early as possible. Giannini, let's go on and bring you in here. Yeah, so I, my curious, my question is 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 about um, uh, game day and what are y'all even planning for? Are you planning for multiple different possibilities, or is it just one of those things where if there's a season, we'll just do a studio game day show, or will everybody kind of remote from home? Um, what what are you what are you guys thinking about what y'all are going to do with the show? We are planning for basically anything and everything, and I'll answer the first. The thing that nobody wants and the thing that is logistically the most difficult uh, because of the quarantine rules is doing a Bristol show. Uh, yep. The ESPN in the state of Connecticut uh, would would not like want, uh, under, under the United state guidelines, like Desmond Howard living in Florida, uh, David Pollock living in Georgia, Kirk Herbstreit living in Nashville, uh, Lee Corso living in Florida, like, like coming up to Connecticut uh, from these hotspots, at least hotspots right now, uh, the rule would be that they would have to quarantine for 14 days, which basically would mean uh, they'd be living in a hotel in Bristol, Connecticut for the entire season. So logistically, like doing a studio show is like the least desired option for everybody involved. Uh, but but we, we've, I mean, that's, that's come up. We've talked about uh, potentially if we have to do a, a show the way we did the NFL draft where we have kind of kind of a different, different Zoom set up throughout. Uh, we've talked about doing shows from, uh, the sideline in, inside the stadium, uh, where maybe, maybe you have some pregame warmups going on behind us. Uh, maybe you do something from, maybe you have some fans, maybe you have uh, po- pockets of fans. I mean, I, I think there are a bunch of things here. We talked about minimalizing travel and maybe do we just, uh, I, I know we love to go to the best game of the week and we like to keep it spontaneous and, and pick a fresh site every week. Uh, maybe we cho- choose to, in order to, 
keep Kirk and Maria and myself and, and other people in, involved in the show from doing a lot of travel throughout that week. Maybe we just do it uh, game day from the side of the the ABC primetime game. So, I mean, there, there are a lot of things uh, that we're kicking around right now, and, uh, and we, we, the next uh, couple of weeks are going to really uh, come into, I think everybody's going to come into a little bit more of a focus over the next couple of weeks. So. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So, so I've got a follow-up for that. You, you have a national treasure on your show in Coach Corso. He is the great concern for all of this with his age and the demographic he is with the way this virus is. I mean, there's got to be a massive bubble wrapped around that gentleman, right? Yeah, yeah. no, they're they're in. I mean, we, he, he, him, he, we talked about all the possibilities like the travel of the show, and yeah. we've even kicked around like for him, like is it safe for him if he is able to go on the road to even push his head inside of a mascot head? Well, I mean, I can't imagine that's the most sanitary place in the world right now. Uh, so, like, do we do that? Do we have maybe? Just a, a regular baseball cap that someone goes out and buys. Do we do we have like, or do we just keep him at home and have him join us for the final segment of the show and do like a virtual type headgear, or maybe he just puts on a headgear there. But but yeah, no, the co- coaches, coaches' health and security and, and, and comfort is certainly, uh, if not the very top of the game day uh, pecking order in the list of things we're worried about. If, if it's not number one, it's certainly like one A. Well, that's, that's good to hear, and uh, and this is like and not not you know not to cut his career short by any stretch, but one day, I, you know, every year I keep wondering, is this going to be last year we're going to see Coach? If if twenty twenty, if this COVID disease keeps us from from being able to say a proper goodbye to him, if if forever he ever decides to walk away, I'm that'll be the most devastating thing for me. This is how we yeah, grew it, up. This it is, is. What, this it, it, what we grew up on. Yeah, it, it is, and it's, it's all it's all I've known for twenty five years being involved uh, in the show and, and watching it even before. And it's been a part of your guys' life uh, growing up watching the show as well. So I, I think I think we all want to do Coach right, and hopefully, uh, hopefully things will uh, things will get better, and uh, we, we can we can at least have something close to to what we know what we love doing and what we normally do. And you you bring up the you know, the different laws and whatnot dependent upon what states uh, you're in. So you brought up Connecticut. Nobody wants to do a, uh, a show there. But how many different ESPN sites, or uh, not campuses, but studios and whatnot, do you have where, if that is a possibility, you could go there each week? So I know the SEC Network is in Charlotte, and I know that there's a studio in New York. Uh, how many, if there's it one comes in D.C. To, at least. What in DC? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where SVP just moved to the Tony Kornheiser and the Mike Wilbon studio. So that's right. That's right. So, so if you have to do that, uh, would there be one in particular that would make the most sense? Uh, in terms of outside, in terms of outside of Connecticut, yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> would think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just hard because then you're still dealing with travel again. I don't know what the. Uh, I haven't been to the DC studios. I, I would guess 
I would say maybe the the Charlotte studios, North Carolina studios, because at least those people aren't, I mean, I don't know what the travel restrictions are there. But I mean, at least you could potentially have David Pollock drive from Atlanta. Uh, it'd be a, a quick flight, a shorter flight. I mean, I guess in theory, Kirk could potentially drive if he had to. Or, uh, I guess North Carolina, Charlotte would probably be the, the most logical one because I don't think there are any travel rules or restrictions uh, surrounding that state right now. At least that I'm not aware of. Again, that could change. So let's uh, let's talk about something positive. Let's talk about something good. Let's talk gambling for a little bit. How how in the hell are we supposed to gamble on this season right now? <laughs> good luck. I, I am I am is I don't want to say least prepared or that doesn't sound like, but, but it's true. I've had so such little maybe not motivation is the right word, but like desire. Like I have no idea what's going on. I have no idea who's playing who. I have no idea when they're playing, if they're playing. And it's like, and, and, and God bless the pick six previews and Phil Steele and guys like that are always getting these season previews magazines ready and putting in the, the months of work for, for a season that might not happen. And, and it's, I have, I've had such a hard time, like really locking in and saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to, I'm gonna I'm gonna break down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the SEC today. I'm gonna hit the the Pac-12 today. It's just because I don't are are they gonna play conference games only now? Are they gonna add games? Are they gonna rearrange games on the schedule? There, there's so many unknowns that it's like I, I just it's so hard to to wrap my mind around it. But but from a obviously so many uh, you can't bet on any of these season win totals now because all of the uh, the, the numbers are gone and. Uh, refunded because the, sched- the schedules aren't being played uh, as they've listed. Uh, those games of the year props, I'm sure, have all been been taken down. Uh, you probably still have conference title odds, maybe, and maybe odds to win the the playoff. But it, it, gosh, it, it, it seems like a like a big waste of time right now to, uh, to to start handicapping a lot of these things. Oh, that's uh, we we are signed up. We are covering college football for Sportsbook Review this year, and. And we begin in August, and we've been getting previews and stuff ready, but typically we discuss it in terms of numbers, and we have no idea <laughs> like what we're, what we're supposed to do this year. So it is a, it's a bit of a disaster. You know, the, the win totals and whatnot, that's one thing. Um, you know, you're, you're on the ESPN side. Tell me about this. Are the, is there anything going on with bowl games right now? Uh, that, that's another great question because I think you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna have some of these non-conference teams unable to play power five, I mean, it's gonna, some of these games aren't going to count towards wins. I mean, I would again, I don't know anything, <laughs> but I would I, I would have a hard time thinking some of these ball games are going to be played this year. I mean, I, I would think if if we do have the season and all it all goes well and there aren't any interruptions and there isn't a uh, we, we kind of get this thing under control a little bit. I, I think the playoff and the and in your New Year's six games will be and your bigger New Year's Day games will, will be will be played. But uh, a game like the the, the, the Birmingham Bowl or uh, the, the Bowl in Mobile or the, the, the on for like on force like, like which has had trouble with weather the last couple of years anyway. Uh, like, like some of these less some of these lesser games that have like the, the eighth or ninth team from a conference being involved. 
how many, how many teams are really going to want to go through that? I'm just, I'm just spitballing here again. I, I know nothing, but I, I can see, I, I can see a, a scenario where a lot of those bowl games aren't played. Yeah, no, somebody I, I, would have to make a decision who gets bowl eligible because if we're playing nine or ten game conference only schedules, six wins and cutting it, even five and five wouldn't cut it because you know you're not going to have. 80 bowl teams eligible like you usually do. No, and I, and I saw that they did say that uh, they were going to allow a couple of wins versus FCS teams uh, to count towards bowl eligibility this year. I think it, it, that's kind of a way to help some of these group of five teams that that, that lose a game uh, or two on their schedule that maybe was a, a possible win. But, I mean, again, I, I don't know what's the trickle-down effect with with FCS and Division Two and Division Three, are they going to play? I mean, you're talking about even more players at those levels than you are at the FBS level. Hey, Joseph yep. Joseph Gomez jumped in on YouTube. He said, "All value on the dogs this year, and make sure you fade the Sixers." <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Matt uh, Matt jumped in. He said, "The bowl games should turn into skill challenges. Everything from quarterback accuracy, bench press, pie eating, etc." I'd be all right with that. <laughs> I like that. That's good. I like. It. It's it's funny to to, to hear the uh, uh, with the dog stuff because it's interesting because I don't know how it will play out in, in college football or in baseball. But I think what we've seen uh, in terms of like the European soccer uh, that came back right away, uh, where a home field is usually a pretty significant advantage in the, in those matches. At least of, at the very start of the return for Bundesliga and, and the Prem and La Liga and Serie A, you saw the better team simply win. Like it didn't, it didn't matter that a team was playing on their home pitch. Like if they were just worse, the better team that was on the road with no crowd atmosphere or whatever, no intimidation factor. Maybe you don't get as many whistles against you on the road, but before, but it, we really saw the better team just simply win, even if they were on the road. I'm curious if uh, we, we will have potentially a similar scenario in, in college football where some of that home field edge, maybe the underdogs at home, uh, won't be as attractive as it normally would be just because uh, of the crowd and, and things like that. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I'm with you. This is going to be absolutely bonkers. Hopefully we can get you back in. I'm hoping that they don't put a whole lot on your plate Right before the season starts, yeah. So well, yeah, you know what? I hope I hope they do. I, I I would I would welcome a whole lot to be on my plate right before the season starts <laughs> because that means we would have a season and we'd have a whole lot more clarity. And I'd be getting pretty fired up about getting the uh, getting prepped, prepped and ready for it. Oh, same here, same here. All right, well, we're gonna go ahead and let you go. We've uh, we've kept you for uh, for about twenty minutes, but we do appreciate it's you coming in. So sure, my you. pleasure. We'll uh we will do it again very soon. Hopefully it won't be as long in between calls as it nah. was this past time. But exactly. Uh, hey, we get busy. We get busy. It is what it is. Yeah, we all so, do. We all do. All right. You guys, you guys be well. And again, hopefully uh we'll have some positive news here and uh talk against it. Absolutely, absolutely. Take care, buddy. That is Chris Felica from ESPN's College Game Day and the Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris Felica. Chris, uh he he sounded you know, a little more optimistic than than some of the uh, some of the big wigs, I guess you could say. Well, I mean, and I've told you this. I mean, I, I don't know how he and I align in our thinking. We haven't talked close enough, but I'll tell you that I just I think we're definitely getting the start of a season. I've yeah. said that with all of these things, they're all going to start because they've got to try something. 
where it finishes, where it lands, where it ends up, anybody's guess, baby. I don't know. But I think they're all going to start. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're probably right. So They might not start on time, but they're, they're all, everybody is playing one game. Matt jumped in. He said, murder Hornets every week. And then he said, uh, just do what they did in the NCAA games when Corso picked there. So if you remember NCAA Listen, 14. The murder those, Hornets yeah. have been horrifically disappointing this year. Okay. Yeah, yeah it so, was like a one-week I don't. Thing. I don't know that I'll be betting on the murder Hornets right now. Right? <laughs> no, not, I, I'd, be, uh, I'd be betting on the favorite, which would be the praying mantises. Yeah, the, the, the praying mantis Manti. would, uh, <laughs> would absolutely destroy them. The praying mantis. I wonder about their girlfriends, right? That's, that's terrible. That's a bad joke. That's a bad joke. All right. Well, it's going to be a short show today, but that is all right. We got it in. We uh, we want to thank Felica for jumping in. He's uh, always a good time. We've had him in, God, I don't even know, probably double digits at this point. A lot of time. A lot of time. Uh, <laughs> Matt said the Murder Hornets are a second-half team. God, it seems like everything in 2020 is a second-half team. Let's hope right? not. God bless America. All right, you guys have been fantastic. Thanks for everybody that jumped into the chat and kind of helped get some questions in there and whatnot. We appreciate you guys. Of course, the podcast, make sure you are subscribed and that you leave a nice five-star review. We would appreciate that very, very much. Everybody go over to the website, winningcureseverything.com and sportsbookreview.com. That is where all of our picks and previews and whatnot are going to be uh, this season, starting in August. So we will we will begin firing it up here in a couple of weeks, and, uh, and then we'll go from there. We'll see what this season's going to bring us, and uh, hopefully it will be all good things. You guys have been wonderful. Everybody take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We will see you again tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.